This match is set for one fall and is for the WWW Tag Team Championships of the World. Introducing the Red Corner, the tag team of Oolong Fat and Uji Machalukman. They are the T Pain Boys. Oolong Fat here. Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> and in the other corner, the Burger Boys. Let's get ready to rumble! And now the match is underway. And Lukman is struggling somehow against the Burgundy boy. Oh, smelly, uh. hey, oh no, God, don't move. what is happening smelly. over here? Oh, oh suplex! Oh, and suddenly... One, two, three! Oh my God, they're hitting on them! The Burgundy boys have won! They have won the tag team titles in a massive upset! That's the worst match I've ever seen in my life! Oh, the humanity! The Burgundy boys have won! Oh my God, what is happening? So you guys lost to the Bagadil boys, huh? <sighs> Unfortunately. I'm pit smelly lah. Some yeah. jobbers we don't even know. We make up the name like five minutes ago and you guys lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm anyway. pit smelly as I can lose. Yeah. Won by Ampit. <laughs> That's not the first time I had fun. <laughs> lost out too. Anyways. <laughs> welcome to the Wise Man Show. Three Wise Man Show, I'm sorry. My name is Saul. My name is Fat Lee. And my Ampit is not smelly. And that's Lokman for you. <laughs> Right, how have you guys been doing? Is everybody good? Everybody uh, good? Everybody yes. good? Why is your voice so high now? I have no <laughs> idea. I, I just like, you know, just not did commentary, right? Suddenly the voice are become you high be generally. S- are you going to be passionate today about the topic that we're going to discuss? Uh, as passionate as my commentary? Uh, <laughs> I hope not. Passionate. <laughs> Anyways, we did the skit for a reason. We will be talking about wrestling. Specifically why is because we have some good news from the other side of the world. Yes, okay. The good yeah. news is, um, I don't know what you guys saw recently. Uh, I see Singapore born. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you're not talking about your favorite pastime at night. Over mid- after midnight, whatever. You mean ghosts? Uh, yeah, ghosts, <laughs> ghosts. Hamster ghosts. Yep, yep. <laughs> yes, anyway, what was the thing? <laughs> okay, okay. Our Singapore born, uh-huh. talented, yes. strong, Oh. Muscular, strong, armpit really? not smelly, oh. wear Nivea or waxed. I don't know, waxed. Old Spice waxed. Right, <laughs> definitely not a jobber. <laughs> Our Dante Chen has made his debut in NXT Wrestling. Ah. First ever Singaporean to represent the WWE brand and won his first match. Right. I mean, all of you guys I know, wrestling, you all will say wrestling is fake. Oh, it's all pre-planned. Oh, uh, this has already been uh, decided before they even enter the ring. But no. I like, I mean, to be honest, lah, even I, for me personally, I don't really watch much wrestling, but I mm. know that wrestling takes a lot of skill, a lot of ed- dedication. I mean, we can see that, yes, the staff are chore- uh, coordinated, it's pre-planned, but it's, yep. it's choreographed to perfection yep. in a sense that they train up to a point that they make sure they don't get hurt. Mm. And they don't, um, was it put on a bad show for the audience because they're yep. paying to come in. So what we are going to talk about today is the first ever Singaporean wrestler to represent the WWE brand. And I just want to get the thoughts of uh, Solihin. Mm. Were you excited about him introdu- introducing himself to the world of wrestling? Uh, honestly, yeah. No. Why? <laughs> Sets. Uh, holy shit. 
Why? Eh? Start off on a negative vibe, right? Yeah, that's me. Very negative person. So, okay. Dante Chen, if you guys were to follow his trajectory, right? He goes... His actual name is Shantan, right? Uh, but he applied his trade in Singapore, actually. Singapore yep. has this uh, prom- professional wrestling promotion called Singapore Pro Wrestling. And he goes by the name of Traxxas over there. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's this very talented young kid from all accounts, right, that I know of. Mm-hmm. And and he's one of the bright sparks of the Singaporean wrestling future, which is weird to say that, considering that we don't really see wrestling in Singapore at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let me just elaborate a bit more. So, I believe he went for this tryout system tryout in, in China, right? For mm-hmm. the WWE, mm-hmm. whereby they are trying out like wrestlers all over Asia. And of the 40 people who got, who went for the tryouts, he was the only one mm-hmm. of the guys who actually got a contract with WWE, which is amazing yes. to right. hear. So, yeah, when, the, the this is not his first appearance in, in WWE though. His first ex- appearance was actually to become a bodyguard. You, you know, when, Wrestlers, they have feuds and everything and they sign contracts, right? Correct, yeah. Usually, they will have bodyguard on hand behind to to make up the numbers and maybe to get knocked down or what. So, he actually acted as one of the security guards or the bodyguards behind one, uh-huh, okay. one of the uh, signing in contracts just recently. I think it was a month or two months ago. And uh, a couple of weeks later, he actually debuted uh, very recently, uh, as we know of. Uh, why am I not excited? Is this? Uh, it's not because he's a Singaporean. It's like, ah, Singapore cannot do good. I mean, I'm I'm very proud to see a Singaporean in a WWE wrestling ring, mm-hmm. and I wish him all the best. Mm. However, as I may, I will elaborate later on. I am not convinced in WWE's ability in handling like new upcoming talented wrestlers. I see. Okay, let's keep that thought to you yep. first. Now, let me ask Fali. So, Fali, what do you think about his uh, video when you saw it, his debut? I know the video was extremely long. Yeah, it was extremely long. <laughs> uh, extremely it? long. Uh, longer than WrestleMania, you know. Oh, wow. Uh, WrestleMania, four hours. This one is four hours, one minute. Three hours entrance. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours. <laughs> he joget to, to the DJ only. Jojo joget. Jojo joget. All the way. <laughs> so, how, what, what do you think about his, uh, when you saw his video and his debut? I think he can make it big. Because that's what I think lah. Mm. Because if you if you don't know the uh, WWE currently is like trying to cut contracts with a lot of wrestlers because of right. uh, business reasons, COVID yes. reasons, they mm. cannot pay them. Uh-huh. So I see. I I find that that he should make use of this opportunity to you know try to make it big. I think and the way he portrays himself, his size, he's he's more like a heavyweight. He mm. is. He looks like heavyweight to me lah. Okay. There's muscles all around here. Everything looks big size. Okay, so he will be going towards the heavyweight championship. So that's what you are, you are trying more, to say. More for the intercontinental, those start of championship, the middle tier one. Okay, for our listeners who do not know what WWE championships oh are, can... Ah, this is your test. Okay, testing time. I realize how much of a net I am. Okay. <laughs> List down all the championship that's available in the wrestling ring. We are talking about WWE, uh, not NXT, okay. not any other brand, ri- uh, rival wrestling brands out there. Just WWE or used to be formerly known as WWF. But NXT also WWE, right? Okay, I mean, we, we just talk about the main talk, promotion first. Oh, yes. main one. Okay, yeah, okay, main okay, okay, okay so Shit. can you list down? <laughs> list down Do the amount. Okay, whatever you all can remember. Do Let's you know? start from the more famous ones first. Yeah, fine. 
you want to talk about the top ones first? Okay, um, for me, the most memorable uh, main championship, right, used to be called the, for my, on my end, lah, mm. used to be called the World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. I think okay. now it became the Universal Championship, am I right? Yes. The red color badge, uh, the red color, um, the red color belt. Yes. Okay, um, so now you say that the World Championship. World Heavyweight Championship. World Heavyweight Championship. Which is the Universal Championship right now, it's called. Okay, so one step below. What's the one step below? Okay. The thing is this, partly is partially right, but he didn't tell the whole story. Because in a promotion, usually you have the top title. Okay. But for WWE, they have two top titles. Yes, Raw is my They top. have two separate brands, they call it. It's like basically two shows, one in Mondays and one on, on Fridays mm. called Raw and SmackDown, right? So for Raw, they have one top title and for SmackDown, they have one top title. If my memory serves me right, your Universal Championship right now is in SmackDown. So it's now the Blue Universal Championship. What in the blue w- side. Okay. Yeah, blue side. And the red side is right now the WWE Champion. Championship. Okay. Okay, so those are the two top titles over okay. there. Right? So for the next tier, mm-hmm. you have the second most prestigious tier, basically, which used to be just the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. But because of the convoluted nature of wrestling, right, they also have two titles there right now, one for SmackDown and one for Raw. So uh, one of the promotions, uh, or rather one of the brand has Intercontinental title and the other one has the United States Championship. <laughs> So, so it's like the Europa League. Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, in football context, right? You have two Champions Leagues. Oh, or even better, one Champions League and one uh the Asian Champions League. Okay, okay? I understand. And then after that, you have the Europa League uh-huh. and the Asian Europa League. Or, Asian Cup. Yeah, Asian Cup. Whatever the fuck it's called, right? And then they have like some other tiers. Okay. Tag team cannot combine, right? Yeah, correct. The, so yeah. these are the two. Okay, what is your prediction for Dante Chen in his trajectory? I mean, it's very early stages. Okay. So what do, you, what do you think that he can go? How far can he go? Finally, do you want to start first because I will be very negative. <laughs> okay, okay la, I try to be, I try to be good lah. Yeah. Okay, positive. Okay, let's, let's his his intro was good because he won the match. Obviously, yeah. Then the very common, long match. Yeah, very long match. Very long one minute match. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, how say within that one minute, the commentators say say good things about him. Okay. Say that he's a bright future. Hmm. And uh, yeah, one thing is Asian lah, so they will try to you know market promote, him, is market it? him as a Asian wrestler, okay. try to get the uh, Asian market. Okay. Uh, but to me, the thing is uh, because he's still new, mm-hmm. he still has to build feuds, and yes. he still have to he's, don't mm-hmm. uh, choke Musa, uh. mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so promotions and, basically. Yes, and he need to do. He need to know how to talk on the mic. Yes, that's uh, WWE. What you need to know how to promote yourself and sell your fight. That's yeah. right. You cannot just let someone else do it for you. That's okay. true. That's so true. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give it two years, he might be fighting for the Intercontinental. Really? Wow. Two years. So? Two years. Uh. Intercontinental. Intercontinental. Or the US, whichever promotion he is like. Eh? Right, right, right. right. Yes. I think heavyweight, maybe. He's still, uh, I'm not sure how old is he, but then. I think 25. He's 25. Uh, I think it's still too early for him to be a world champion. Okay. Yeah. What about you, sir? For me, right? Mr. Negative. Yeah, I, I'm going to be very Mr. Negative over here because the fact of the matter is that. I think he's a very talented wrestler. Mm-hmm. I only saw that one match, so I do not know what his skill is, what his ring set is like, Correct. like how his moves are going to be. I have no idea. From all accounts, I just know that he's talented. With all due respect to him, however, there have been so, so, so many more wrestlers who are talented who have stepped into WWE 
and have floundered. Not because of their own doing also, just because of the way WWE works. So in my opinion, mm-hmm. I wish I'm wrong, by the way. So I'm not trying to slit on this guy, but I feel that within a year, he will be forgotten. Okay. There's like a truth bomb over there. Yes, unfortunately. By Mr. Yeah. Mr. Because Negative. right now, put it this way, he's in NXT, considered as the third brand in WWE. Mm. Right? So WWE works in such a way that they don't consider NXT as equal to Raw or SmackDown. Although a lot of uh, diehard wrestling fans love NXT more than Raw and SmackDown nowadays. So in a sense, in in the management's point of view in WWE, you have to prove yourself worthy in NXT first. Then you will have to make a step up to either Raw or SmackDown. Mm. Then from there, it's a whole different ballgame altogether. You have to prove yourself all over again. Mm. So he has got a long, long, long way to go compared to his short match. Okay. Alright, so uh, let's take one step back. Mm. So since we already talked about Dante Chen and where you guys predict where he, where he will go. Right. So, I best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To hype up yeah. our man. So let's take one step back and let me ask you guys. Okay, starting with uh, Fatli. Yes, what's up? When you got... Okay, basically I want to know when you guys started watching WWE or WWF Okay. okay, let's do a quick one. When you guys started watching and who was your favorite wrestler and who is still your favorite wrestler? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, for you, Fali, you start first. I watched wrestling. Uh, first one, uh, I, actually, it was an age, age match. Okay, who, wh- what age? What age? I mean, for the listeners who don't Adam know, Co- age is okay. what? His name, uh, he, he's a wrestler called Edge. That's uh-huh. his ring name. Okay. His name is Adam Copeland. Okay. At what age do you watch age? Uh, at what age? <laughs> Can I at say... The, at this point, we need to have the button to s- yeah. sound effect. Which we have. Yeah. Mr. Sound. Soundboard not working. <laughs> well, I don't talk. I don't think about this. We cannot multitask, Mr. Cannot multitask. Yes, you all should get your own soundboard. <laughs> I already do. have. You do not want to plug in for me. Yes, where's your dongle? <laughs> what the hell is a dongle? <laughs> dongle. Anyways, yeah, let, let's talk about this outside later on. Yeah, but... Okay. Uh, that time, I think he was partnering uh, Christian what? Yes. So yeah, they were tag team partners at that time, right? Uh, Asian Christian lah. So, uh, they were doing some very funny, funny, uh, you know, antics on on their uh, SmackDown, right? At that time, which year are you referring to? That's why I'm not sure. It's very long okay. ago. So because basically, Asian yeah. Christian, right? Mm. They rose into prominence in the year 2000. 1999, 2000. Okay, that's in 2000. That's where they started winning the tag team titles, and they have a feud. If you guys can recall, mm. if uh, the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys. Correct, correct. Which culminate into some awesome matches here and correct. there. Correct. Right, so are you talking about those years? Yes, correct. So because, the thing yeah. is, the first match that I watched for wrestling is actually tag, uh, Edge and all these tag team matches. Uh. Right. So tag team matches, Edge and Christian were your favorite duo for... No. <laughs> okay. No, first no. Okay, so then who is your favorite wrestler? Wrestler. Uh. Yeah. Can I say, can I split into two? Not wrestler and tag team wrestler. I okay. give you one better. Can you name us a Mount Rushmore of your favorite like wrestlers? You can be a tag team, you can be single wrestlers also. That I uh, for me like make a prominent impact on me. Uh. Yes. Okay, four of them. Uh, like the most. I can say first one. I I will say Dudley Boys. Oh, why? Because whatever they do, there's destruction everywhere. Tables. Tables, tables, tables. That's their moniker. La. Right. Right. This is all during the Attitude Era. Attitude yeah. Era. That's, no, this is the time where the tag team division right, will actually can fight with the heavyweight division, you know, in terms of viewership. Okay. Right. 
yeah. In uh, terms of appeal. Yes. yes. Leadership appeals because and all this. The matches were so good. Correct. It, it was very, very... They are able to... If you give them time, they actually can make even any PPV. Right. Yeah, that's right. that good. So to me, it's the Dudley Boys. Then the second one uh, is... Um, to me, I would say, I would put uh, CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, because he's and the one who start. You can say lah during their promotion type. He's the one who started the you know the realism type of uh, promotions. Right. Uh, what 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 is it called lah? Some of punk, pipe bombs. No no no. Those type that basically is not uh, um, shoot promos. Ah uh, shoot promos. So you mm-hmm. try to in, 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 try to put in induce uh, a bit of truth here and there. That's yes, correct. The, that's how shoot promos work. Correct. Yeah. These two, then wah. Another two. Uh. We are going very technical, by the way. Eh? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, another two. Hmm. Sorry, guys. Uh, let me see. Another one, another one, another one, another one. Uh, I just said The Rock. Lah. Of course, he's the, you know, he's the icon of the wrestling world. Then now he's the icon of the acting world. Mm-hmm. Why, why you... He's a pill. He knows how to attract the crowd. He knows how to bring in the crowd. He knows how to make the crowd cheer for him. Or boo for him. He know. Uh, he knows how to how to get a reaction from the crowd. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So the last one I shall put, uh, Rob Van Dam. Oh, I love him. Wow. Yeah, I love him so much. Because uh, when he first, I think he was from ECW before, right? Uh, yes. Yes. When he first appeared, his high flyness at wall, no. Yeah, crazy. I, right? I he's like, so agile, right? Yeah, he's so agile. He can literally jump from coast to coast, rope to rope. Mm. To me, it's like so, so, pro, so prominent uh, during his time. Uh, and right, right. He, uh, then, you know, it's most like the Rolling Thunder and all this. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's basically, ish, uh, sorry, Dudley Boys, Sien Pang, Sien Pang the, Rock, the Rock, RVD, R- Rock and them. Nice. Yeah, those, those collection of superstars I love. Yeah. For me, eh. <laughs> uh, okay, la, I've thought about this for quite some time already. La, so, so, I do have a list. My first one is the one, someone who I've talked about before in this podcast, and he is Stone Cold. I, I do not want to talk more about him, but yeah, he he did he had such a lasting impact on me. So Stone Cold mm, is number mm. one for me. Okay, mm. number two, funnily enough, is actually Eddie Guerrero. Ah, Eddie Guerrero. Viva la raza! Ah, yes, yeah. <laughs> the Latino. He- the thing is that <laughs> he he was a bad guy. He was a heel for actually quite a long time. Mm. But when he played face, right, the very short time span where he played face and he became the champion and everything, right, he he was idolized. Okay. Uh, for the viewers, sorry, sorry to interrupt. For the yeah. viewers who don't understand, face and heel, face is where uh, yeah. you are on a a good guy's good guy streak. Whereas a heel, you are on a bad guy, you know, uh, act, uh, pro, pro, uh, portraying as a bad guy. Yep. Uh, FYI, okay, sorry. So, so yeah. So, I mean, the the years where he became like, he, he's like a treasure to WWE, like, in my opinion. Like, in, in a different way, he has the charisma oozing out without really needing to talk so much. The antics. His, his antics. Yeah. His crazy lying, cheating, and stealing antics and everything. He's so charismatic. Mm. And, and as a small person comparatively mm. against the bigger size bodies over there he stood out mm. he stood out and when when he died very early at the age of 38 years old at his peak uh, it, it was felt around the wrestling world correct so yeah uh, yeah he, he made a deep impression on me uh, third guy I will have to choose one of Fali's choice which is CM Punk 
Mm-hmm. Simply because of the summer of punk in 2011. The pipe bomb. The pipe bombs. Mm. So what happened in 2011, just a brief short summary, right? Is that he's already an established wrestler. Correct. But WWE doesn't, did not see him as a top tier wrestler. Correct. In, in their own mind. And his contract was running out, but he, he and he wanted to leave, but uh, they let him like some freedom in the way he did his promos. And do I want to? Ah, the way he did things. So they let him loose and he showed everybody how capable he is on the mic and in the ring. I mean, he has already proven that time and time again. It's just that people did not pay him enough attention. Now he had all the attention in the world and he really showed. Ah, see, that's his tagline at that time. Yeah. Do you have my attention now? Yes. Oh, no, sorry, <laughs> do I have your attention yes, now? Yes, correct. While okay. sitting in the middle of the ring. Voice of the voiceless and all that. It, it was wonderful. I believe the three of us, we were watching his matches. Correct. Uh, Luman, I believe for you, so right? Yeah. Like what you were saying, because of CM Punk, you started watching back again at mm. that point of time. It was awesome too, and a pleasure. And the fact that he actually came back to wrestle again this year, right, it is an absolute pleasure. Pleasure to to see that. Uh. So um, he, these are your favorite wrestlers. Yeah, and I'm wearing a CM Punk shirt by the way. So yeah, <laughs> fourth one, right? I have to put AJ Styles. AJ Styles, okay. Latecomer to the WWE in a way. Late bloom, not late bloomer. Never late, a late, late bloomer. Comer. Yes, correct. I need to correct myself there. Latecomer to the WWE, but he was already established as one of the best in the world anywhere he went. Okay. I knew him when I I was watching. Uh, TNA together with WWE in around 2004 2005 mm-hmm. he's this high flying guy who, who could do all the crazy maneuvers crazy wrestling moves and, and he, he just puts on a show to everybody agreed and and he became the best wrestler in TNA in my opinion mm-hmm. even with mm-hmm. the likes of Kurt Angle like all, all the good wrestlers over there at, at one point of time he went to Japan and he killed it over there as well he proved to them I mean, they have a term for foreigners over there called gaijins, right? Yes, gaijins. He, he proved to them that, I mean, as though they need proving, Japanese wrestling already knows that gaijins are an important part of their wrestling life. But Correct. he just was another example. He's like, look, I can do better than most of you guys. And he did it. Uh, he went to WWE, killed it, killed it as a good guy, killed it as a bad guy, and still killing it right now at the age of what, 42, 43 years old. Prime age, uh, Actually, retirement age, but he's still in his prime. Yes, correct. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I love him for that. Interestingly enough, CM mm-hmm. Punk and AJ Styles hated each other. Do you guys know that? Still? They still do. Holy mm. shit. Why? Uh? Do you know? I don't know. Brief, that, that, that's the surprising thing. I don't know what happened. Because they imagine they worked together when they were in Ring of Honor, an independent promotion way back in the early 2000s. And now they're like feuding against each other and everything. Not not really feuding. Lah. Basically, you can see like, there's a form of despise. They, they, they despise each other for some reason. And nobody could tell the story of exactly what happened there. Maybe they're competing best in the world, you know? Maybe, but they were never in the same promotion at the same time. Mm. Wait, wait, Except right? for Ring of Honor when they started. So I, I found that weird. A uh, weird bit of trivia. I, I still don't understand why. But yeah, those are my top four wrestlers. So those are my Mount Rushmore. Okay. How about you, Loma? Do you have any? Oh, me. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you, you have to watch some form of wrestling. I know. I, I, I know. I know. For you me, did. okay, if I were to put it at the top of my head, right? What? Okay, we just. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Right. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because okay. of his. Um, Badass. His Badass. feud between him and The Rock. Then after that. Actually, to, for me, right? 
the best days of WWE or mm. WWF mm. was the days like what Fali mentioned during the tag team when the tag team days were at its highest peak. So 2000s to 2002. Yeah. So because you know why. At that point of time, there was a point of time where the even the heavyweight guys, the guys who are the marketable and the sellable names, right, came into the tag team ring, yes, and fought against the tag team for the tag team title. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I remember one match very clearly where it was the best lah for me in my own opinion. Uh, Age and Christian, Dudley Boys, oh Hardy Boys, ah, uh, who else? Uh, Undertaker Kane, oh, yes, they were all in one ring at one point of time in the same match together in the same match so together it was a fatal four way uh-huh. fatal four way tag team title oh i mean how much more stronger and then when they won finish right after the main event whatever right the very next I, I, if i'm not wrong is it a monday raw or something uh-huh. to to even eclipse it right i don't know if i if i'm not wrong like this if i'm not wrong uh, the rock and stone cold team up to go against them against who Uh, Undertaker if I'm not wrong, and Undertaker and Kane. Okay. Because they were like uh, ravaging through the whole the storyline, lah. Basically, they were selling and promoting in a way that uh, Undertaker and Kane were the new guys on the block as a tag team. Ah. Uh, so nobody can stop them. Okay. And they were also going to steal the heavyweight championship individually, right? Plus the tag team title. So they are like on a rampage. Okay. So who can stop them? Let me correct you right there. Yeah, almost correct, except for the last part. It wasn't Stone Cold and The Rock. It yeah. was Stone Cold and Triple H. Oh, was it? Oh, Two yeah. Man Power Trip. Two Man Power Trip, yes. Two Man oh. Power Trip. That was when Stone Cold won the WWE Championship against The Rock in WrestleMania and turned heel in the process at the same time. In mm. his hometown also. It's like crazy things happen in WrestleMania 17, right? Then uh, he got aligned with McMahon. Then he got aligned with the bad guys, uh, Triple uh. H and everything. So they... I, I think like... Yeah, that was the feud that they have. It's like the two of them against Undertaker and Kane. Mm. One team is holding the tag team titles, one team is holding the WWE champ- WWF Championship and Intercontinental titles at the mm. same time. So it's like a winner-takes-all kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It was so, crazy. Yeah. So that was my favorite time. La. So wrestlers-wise, I mean, if I want to put it, okay, uh, like I said, Dwayne Johnson, Stone Cold, and uh, for me, it's the Hardy Boys. Oof. Hardy Boys... <laughs> You want to put them separately, that, that Matt is, and uh, Jeff? That is Fatley's failed attempt in their entrance music. Yeah, it's just do 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 do. I don't know why this like some <laughs> oh, playing with his old nickname Dudu Sama. Hey, hey, you see one, one more, one more. Last one. What? You only got three. You, what? Oh, yeah, I because Hardy Boys is a tag team, right? So it counts as one. Yeah. Uh-huh. So one more in the Mount Rushmore. Okay, Bergedil Boys. <laughs> Your one, right? I give you Burgadale Boys. Sorry, the one to put Triple H. <laughs> yeah, they win against Jericho, us. Oh, yeah. Burgadale Boys. Boring. Train, okay. so, train so hard also, they think. Okay, never Very mind. Nice. Don't talk about that. Anyway, let's address the elephant in the room. Ah, mm. where's the elephant? Hey, what's your address? Elephant. Titu <laughs> je. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound, but yeah, yeah. close enough. That's your own soundboard. <laughs> Because the that guy don't know how to use the soundboard. You, yeah. look, you he, engineer, you don't know how to engineer. Switch off his phone, bro. <laughs> yeah, don't know how to engineer. Get your own soundboard, people. <laughs> I cannot multitask so much. His processor Pentium 4. Uh. <laughs> you want soundboard, I'll play now, yeah? He's still stuck in the 2000s. Eh? Yeah, that's right. Anyway, huh? yes, elephant in the room, stop with your soundboard thing now. Stop it. Uh. Stop it. Okay. okay. Don't trigger anything now. Right. 
Okay. Yes. So um basically what is happening to WWE and why are oh. so many people losing the appeal for WWE that rival wrestling companies are taking over and getting in elite wrestlers into it. What is going on? Who can address this situation? Okay, Fatli, let me start with you because I can see this Solid Hill <laughs> is loading up his anger <laughs> and loading up his frustration. He's got to whack everything. Yes. So, uh, Fatli, let me start with you. Uh, what do you think is happening with WWE and why is it losing its appeal? Okay, like, like for us, uh, for us three, like, especially, right, he lost yes. his appeal when he moved to PG. Basically, okay. they, they tried to remove as much profanity, as much blood as possible. Okay. And try to remove all those dangerous moves that can cause injury because they want to be a family-oriented program. Okay. It's you know, kind to kids and all this. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Mm. Uh, then another one, uh, how to say it? The aging uh, superstars. Oh, I thought you mm. wanted to say aging population. It's like, no. <laughs> talking about Singapore governance now. <laughs> the aging superstars and the uh, wrestlers that replace them are not up to... Up to the mark. Up to the mark yeah, for us. Because our time when we watch wrestling is the really the attitude era. Okay, so you are talking about elements inside WWE that is not working right. But as a collective whole, why is WWE not working? Why is the appeal losing out? What, what's, what's your take? The elements, yes, are the ones that mix the thing. But is it because the management is run wrong? Is it because they are not like Solihin touched the bit just now? Uh, talent management don't know how to take care of their talents. Are they not reaching out to the correct uh, target audience what's your take okay. for target audience the target the target audience is there already okay yeah. but I think that, uh, uh, I'm going to say this uh, the the creative writing I think Solin will agree with, to me with this how they use the wrestlers is wrong uh. mm. they mishandle mm. wrestlers they don't know how to write this character properly mm. or, you get what I mean you have talented people there but you don't write them properly how, 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 are, you, how, are, you, how are you supposed to make so the people like them mm. right if they, you just make them do jobs Jobbers lah. Just mm. lose the game, lose the game, lose the game. Lose the fight to stupid moves. Mm. Like just now, lose the fight to Ampit. No, smelly, smelly Ampit. Mm. How are you supposed to sell a game? Can I, I watch a, you watch you a, a, a champion man lost a fight due to Ampit. <laughs> due to smelly Ampit. Lost by your Ampit knockout. <laughs> will you be turned off by that, I assume? Uh, we turn off by the smell lah. I think we will lah, but you <laughs> won't lah. So, okay. So, that's your take. Okay, now, Solihin. Introducing schedule for one fall. Hello. Solid. Hi. Can I, can I start <laughs> with a very controversial comment? Can we, carry on. I, I this is our recently. podcast. We do whatever we want. I feel that throughout the whole time mm-hmm. WWE WWF was in is in existence, right? Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon got lucky. Oh, why? Why do you? Okay, think okay. He... Sorry. Before I'm going to continue on that, right? I just want to say, right. One of the main reasons why is probably because we got old. We grew out of, of watching. You know, sometimes when you grew out of love of something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were the things that we used to watch when we were kids back then. So we grew old. We mature as an adult. We move on to new things. Mm-hmm. I think that's natural progression. But yeah, that, that's just one part. But okay, back to what I was saying, right? Um, okay, th- this is the thing that what I mean, and this is going to be a very long explanation that is going to eventually move on to my rant. So, Vince McMahon acquired WWF from his father. Okay. Okay. And when he did that, at that point of time, wrestling was in terms of like they are doing like territorial promotions whereby they don't touch each other's territory. Mm-hmm. So, by that they don't t- they don't go to like certain places where it's not part of their program. 
Okay. Okay. Other promotions are already handling that. Other promotions already have other wrestlers there. Okay. WWF under Vince McMahon wallop everyone. Mm. Wallop, you mean they buy out everyone? Or they wait? Or they... they broke the peace treaty that was supposed to happen. Ah, okay. They went to all the territories. They get all the wrestlers and they get all... Because they got all the good wrestlers, they got all the views from there. Because last time, everything was about cable TV, right? Yeah, viewership so and money. So the viewership was very important. So that's how they get more money by getting more viewership because they got the better wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Something which they are not supposed to win in the first place. He broke the peace treaty and he won. Mm. He walloped every one of them except for uh, WCCW, World Class Championship Wrestling which eventually became to WCW. Mm, yes. So when yes, when WCW uh like uh what came up, right? Um uh, they started doing a WWF. Mm. Whereby I'm summarizing everything by the okay, way, so it might not be true all the way, okay? But they started doing a WWF whereby they started getting all the good talents from WWF. Because they have a billionaire owner. Okay. Okay. So they have all these good wrestlers. And that's where Hulk Hogan suddenly came in. Somehow mm. Macho Man is in. Ric Flair has always been there. Uh, sorry, Sting has always been there. Then suddenly they got like Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. They made the NWO, New World Order. You guys remember that, mm, right? That's correct. And that was in the summer of 1996. And they progressed from there. And they were in at their peak. And then suddenly... Because they have so much talents and they did not quite know what to do with it, mm-hmm. they went downhill. Mm-hmm. Okay? And eventually, they f- ceased to be in existence. And in 2001, because they ceased to be in existence, WWE won the wars and they eventually acquired all the wrestlers from WCW. That's mm. the insurrection, is it? What insurrection? The, the, that, that period of time, the era. Is it insurrection or is it the uh, the invasion? Invasion, invasion angle. Uh, invasion. Uh, attitude era, invasion angle. Okay. And at the same time, ECW also almost went out of business. WWE bought them. They got all the talented wrestlers. So the thing is that Vince McMahon, first things first, in the 1980s, he, he wall out all the wrestling promotions. He got all the good wrestlers. Okay. 2001, they went to war with WCW. Somehow they won of the strength of characters like Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, up-and-coming Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, who, by the way, in the first place, majority of them have been miscasted in different characters. Okay? And they eventually Mm. came out good without Vince McMahon realizing that he had all these talented wrestlers in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then he got all the talents from WCW, he got all the talents from ECW, Right now, he has this huge pool of talented, talented wrestlers and he ended up not knowing what the hell to do with them. So you have like wrestlers like Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Jericho. At one point of time, he actually contemplated leaving WWE mm. because like they don't creatively know how to, how to what to do with these wrestlers. And it becomes a running team whereby they have all these great-ass wrestlers, right? But they did not really what to know what to do with this wrestlers creatively, and then a new startup promotion like TNA came, and mm. all the talks were in the 2000s. All the talks were saying that TNA could be the next WCW to rival WWE, which mm-hmm. didn't happen. 
but they ended up getting a lot of great wrestlers from the indie scene, the independent scene. Correct. Right? Wrestlers like CM Punk wrestled for them before they joined WWE. Uh, a, a lot of great wrestlers. AJ Styles, like what I was saying just Christopher now. Christopher Daniel, yeah. Samoa Joe. Yeah, and then they didn't really die off, but the appeal went down because they started doing a WCW whereby they acquired all the good, talented wrestlers from WWE. It's just, that, them. it's just that they acquired them 10 years too late. So they acquired now the stars of like Ric Flair, Mick Foley, mm, mm. Uh, Hogan, old ones, old wrestlers who were good 10 years ago, who were great 10 years ago, but not now. They are not relevant now. And they died off. But they are still surviving right now. Then... Uh, you you see them jump ship here and there. They, some of the great wrestlers there ended up being in WWE. Again, WWE is still acquiring these talents. At the same time, since the Attitude Era days, like what Fali was saying, WWE went through the PG era and declining ratings. The reason why they went through a PG era is because they want to have the viewership from the kids. Yeah. Uh, they want increased presence from the kids. They feel that, okay, this is our future over here. Correct. Hence why they turn to PG era. But in doing so, they shun off like all the people who have been watching them and has been supporting them mm. before. Right? And from there, therein lies the problem. It's like kids eventually, you, you, you will, it won't last. Yeah, you, you, they will grow out of it as well. So you're right now pushing away all the fans that you've been having, that you've been accumulating, and you did not know what to do with them. You push them away. You have kids who do not really want to watch wrestling in the first place, they grew out of it. And now you have come to a situation whereby you are in your lowest ratings. And at the same time, like all the great wrestlers who you've been let go of, by the way, throughout this whole time, because you do not know what to do with them, they went to other wrestling promotions, they became good, and suddenly they made a new startup promotion called AEW, and they are right now rivaling you Mm. and they are showing everybody that the wrestling is not dead. It can actually be great as well at the same time. And people are driving in flocks to see them instead of WWE. And right. because WWE is releasing more talents because, again, they do not know what to do with them. Right now, AEW is acquiring all these talents and showing WWE how to do this kind of job. Okay, so for me... As a person who don't really watch the uh, wrestling so much nowadays, can right. can I say that AEW and WWE is the same thing as going to be in the future? Like how Apple has faced competition with Samsung in the sense where the monopoly is split into two, 50-50. What do you think? Is it going to be something like that? Where the wrestling world will be divided into two? But, uh, because, okay, well, I think because uh, AEW is uh, managed by wrestlers still. Mm-hmm. The executive board are mostly still wrestling. Okay. Yeah. I think I said for Cody Rhodes, right? For AW. Cody Rhodes is still wrestling. He's just taking a break. Yeah, but the rest of them are still wrestling. Okay. The, one of them is currently the heavyweight champion. Yeah. The other two is the tag team champion. No, no. Sorry, they lost the tag team champion at all. Yes. Yeah. So, but the thing is, they are still young. They're in their 30s. Okay. Yeah. So, how to say And the thing is that they let their wrestlers go to different promotions. Not like WWE in which you can only wrestle within your own WWE promotion like Ross, McDonald, and NXT. Right. Yeah, whereas AW wrestlers, you can technically go wherever you want which other promotion in the world and just fight. 
Yeah, they have this open door policy mm. whereby you are able to wrestle against other promotions. You are able to bring in other promotions wrestlers in. So mm. it's it's like a good mix whereby you are showcasing the talents all around the world instead of just your promotion. Mm. Correct. So yeah. do you think that it's going to be a 50-50 monopoly? Uh, it depends. Uh, because now, okay, the thing that I love like what AEW is doing now, now, right? Yes, championship are important. But they also emphasize on the non-championship uh, feuds. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, like uh, for that was about CM Punk he just uh, uh, he just signed for AEW yeah. mm-hmm. then he fight against the uh, Darby Allen who yeah. is an, uh, can I say that up and coming in AEW and he's mentored by Sting yes yes so it's like you know using a veteran star mm-hmm. to hype up and to build up a young star mm. giving equal opportunity yes like mm. t- try to make him an equal uh, he's equal and mm. uh, also mm. make the people like this, this, this so they're not going to just shine the light on the f- uh, few star names but they're going to build up the the roster to a point where every single one can have their own story and they can have their own so-called history so that when once everything is built up mm. where superstars meet to challenge each other it's going to be like a really good roster yeah. a really good main event it's going to be a very stacked roster uh, because, stack. because once these uh, veterans grow old right these incoming ones need, need, to, need to step up and take yes. over their role. Mm. I so, totally agree. So you think that. Yes. that WWE is lacking that? Yes. Okay. They have the developmental system in place and everything. But it's the system is there. Problem for WWE is that they do not know how to utilize. Mm. It's like like what Fali was saying just now, right? Uh, with regards to the creative direction. It's like it's almost as though like there's no creative direction at all in the sense that these wrestlers have come good in NXT. So when you bring them up to the main roster, you should by right have an idea of what they are able to do best. Mm. But when they go up, it has been shown time and time again that they do not know nuts about all these wrestlers. Mm. And they just feed them as though they are jobbers, like like the losers and everything. And eventually they got floundered out also. So, uh, fa- uh so, sorry, 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> sorry, 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 so, so do you think that it's going to be a 50-50? No. AEW and W. So, WWE no. is still going to take the cake? Okay, put it this way. In my opinion, it will not end up in 50-50. I, I'm being very dramatic. I know why. I do not know why throughout the whole episode, but I feel it could go either one or two ways. Mm-hmm. Either WWE is going to remain as the powerhouse mm-hmm. And this uh, spark that AEW has is only going to last a short while. It's only going to be a short fuse. Mm-hmm. And it's going to die. Mm-hmm. Or somehow it could be the other way around. Whereby history is rewritten by the victor, who in this case will be AEW. Mm-hmm. And WWE will become another uh, example of how not to run your company. Do, mm-hmm. do you know that... like? Throughout the whole history, right? Like, I, I've been following wrestling for quite some time and everything, right? I feel that WWE is one of the worst run companies in the world. It's like even worse than Electronic Arts. When they say that in gaming terms, right? Mm. E- Electronic EA. Arts, EA, has been deemed as the number one worst company in United States. Mm. They actually have a poll and they actually top that that charts, right? Uh, there, I mean... Okay, fair enough. You have some merits over there. But you really need to see what the hell is happening in WWE. It's really, really badly run. To, mm. to, to the point whereby so changes must be made over there. Right? Uh, and what CM Punk said in the past was true. Unless Vince, sadly enough, unless Vince McMahon is dead, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to change over there. So for me, 
AEW, hopefully, they don't end up like WCW in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. Because right now, they have all these powerful talents, like with God-given talents all across their promotion. I hope, right now, sadly, it seems to be the case, you know, they have this one super team, the elite, right? Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, right? Correct. And they're running the show, right? Yes. Does it sound like NWO for you? In a way? Yeah. I hope they don't run the course out for mm. the next two years and just throw throw uh AEW down down the dead. Uh. I, I hope it doesn't turn out that way. I really hope that AEW does good. So, so yeah. do you think that wrestling has a future? Yes. There is still I still do. I feel right now because of this happening, right? Mm-hmm. The resurgence of AEW, right? There's a renaissance. Mm. Second renaissance. Yeah. Sounds. What about you, Fat? You think wrestling still has a future or the appeal will just keep dying down? Yeah, you see like us. Yeah, me and Saul. We don't watch we watch wrestling, we stop, we watch again because of CM Punk, then we stop again. Now we're watching back because of CM Punk. Because of AEW. Yes. I'm wearing mm. his shirt. Yeah, see Let the me. second renaissance among us. Yeah. Okay. Among understand. us. Put it this way, okay? Mm. I feel the moment AEW wins is when they finally got done teaching. Jang, 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 jang. Call back Biatch. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's end off this episode. <laughs> By just saying that Dante Chen is in Solihin's words, Future. not in good hands, but in Fatli's word, he is he will do something good. He has talents there. He, he has, has talents, talents he'll do something There's good. No and he, he will be guided to some place because based on what the commentator was mentioning, to me, I don't know nuts about it. <laughs> I I just wish him all the best. You For want me, to be Dante look. I look, I'm Dante. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that, yes. Okay, whatever. So anyway, uh we wish him all the best. Uh Dante Chen. Uh make uh keep flying the Singapore flag high. Let's go track. Make us proud. And yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode. Uh it's a wrestling one oh one episode. Basically, yeah. it's a rant about I WWE. Really ranting. Mm, just just stating the facts. Yeah. Throwing a pipe bomb. Fuck bomb. Fuck, 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 fuck. I'm done. Okay, till the next episode. Take care. See you guys. Stay safe and Love don't let bye. the COVID restrictions bite you down. Yeah, Goodbye. thank you. Bye. Bye bye.